God bless you and welcome back to our podcast that we do every Tuesday on this brand new ministry called Faithfully United. My name is Caitlin and again I am deeply honored and privileged to be leading you in a new study today, tonight, this morning, whenever you decide to listen to this podcast. Again, this podcast is used to encourage all believers or people who don't know the word and they just want to get to know more of God and what he says and and all that good stuff. So um, we really encourage everyone to share this podcast with family and friends. It is a great tool. It is an instrument that we are declaring and allowing God to just move in every heart and every ear that tunes in to these podcasts. So again, um, I pray and hope that today's study just reaches your hearts and your minds. And if you've been having questions or wanting God to answer something that you have been deeply asking in your heart, I believe those heart prayers are probably the most powerful ones. And when God really responds, it's amazing because you, you really know it's only God. God is the only one that could really know or could have known that's what you were asking for. So I really pray and hope that this this study is that study that really reaches your heart. So let's get started. We are in Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7 today. And I am super excited because we are actually going to be studying um, a very popular verse. And um, I just really hope and pray that, again, these verses just really reach your heart and your soul and your mind. And, and God just really moves. So again, we are in Philippians chapter 4 verses four through seven and it goes like this rejoice in the lord always again i will say rejoice let your reasonableness be known to everyone the lord is at hand do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen, amen. Again, that was Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Um, I just want to say a quick prayer. Lord, anoint this study. Anoint these verses, which they have already been anointed. These are your words. And I just pray, God, that we are being touched by your spirit right now, that you just move in the midst of this podcast that we just continue to declare in faith that you are all good and everything that is happening is happening for reasons that one day we will be able to understand all this i pray more in your mighty name jesus amen awesome so uh, right off the bat i mean right off the bat um paul who is actually writing this letter to this church in philippi is declaring rejoice um, despite a circumstance from which it was written, joy is all over the letter of Philippians. So I encourage you guys, if you really want to understand joy, what it what it is to be, to be joyful, what it, you know, what what does it mean to have joy? I really encourage you to read this book, Philippians. It is an amazing book that Paul again writes to a church in Philippi, and it is the, their letters, and um, again, they're just great great examples of how we need to live in our Christian walk. So. Really quickly, I just want to dissect these verses. So verse four off the bat says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, Paul, who is the um, writer of this book, he's, um, you know, obviously not basing this as a sunny, optim- you know, optimistic mindset or a positive um, mental attitude, um, because sometimes we kind of put joy in that category. 
Um, it's again, it's an attitude. It's a, it's a, a mental way of, of, of thinking and it, it, joy goes far beyond that. Okay. Um, we need to understand that joy is simply knowing and being confident that God is in control. That's joy. Joy is not a, an emotion that just comes and goes. Joy isn't a momentary situation. Joy is it when you're having like the most amazing sense of fun and you're with those, those, that, that, you know, close knit group that just brings this, you know, amazing feelings to, you No, that's not what joy is. Joy is a spiritual, um, way of living. Okay. Joy is a, a, a lifestyle that, that God desires for us as Christians to live in, because again, it is the full confidence in knowing that God is in control. It really, again, to be joyful in the Lord, that's what it is to have confidence in God. So um, again, what a gracious God we serve who makes delight to be a duty and who commands us to rejoice. We need to rejoice, guys, especially right now in this pandemic when we're, you know, still kind of in, you know, it's amazing to see that, you know, normalcy is, is slowly but surely, you know, coming our way. It's amazing to see that, you know, we can somewhat start to relive the glory days, if you want to call it that. Um, but remember, everything comes and goes. We're in seasons. We don't know what life is going to, you know, turn up tomorrow. We're still living in a very unknown um, way of life because of the pandemic. So, you know, when, when we see this verse, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, to understand that rejoicing and being glad and being happy goes beyond what you're going through in life okay it is found in god god is forever there is no change in god there is no up and down you know oh i feel good today oh no i don't feel good you know i don't feel good tomorrow you know there is there's no that doesn't exist in god so that's why we need to rejoice and find joy in god um, and that's what God commands us. He wants us. We, you know, we should not at once be obedient to uh, such, you know, you know, it shouldn't be momentary. It needs to be all the time. Um, so uh, verse five then goes into this word gentleness. Let your gentleness be known. Paul used an interesting word gentleness. It is actually a Greek word um, and, it, and it's being translated into a patient softness um, kind of mindset. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a way, again, a way of life, this gentleness and, and God really wants us to understand that, that this lifestyle of being, uh, of having gentleness, it's not, it's not a, sh uh, a sign of weakness. Okay. Um, a good example of this quality is when Jesus showed gentleness to the woman who was being taken into adultery. Um, there's this scene where the jewish leaders wanted to kind of trick jesus and they were actually brought a brought to a case of a, a woman who was being adulterous she was sleeping around and she was married and in the jewish culture it's it's not allowed you're not allowed to um cheat on your husband so the jewish leaders saw this as an opportunity to see oh let, you know let's see jesus mess up pretty much so what they end up doing is they ended up bringing this case of this adulterous woman to Jesus and they demanded Jesus to follow what the law of Moses says which pretty much says that she is to be put to death by stoning I mean that is how you know she was guilty as charged there was no trial there was no you know witnesses and you know there was no way out for this poor woman she was sentenced to death automatically because being an adulterous woman was unallowed in the Jewish culture 
Um, so Jesus, you know, obviously remember Jesus is, is God, but he is also human. So he is um, giving an amazing platform here because remember, Jesus is not going to slip up. Jesus knows what to do. Um, and he is showing this, this, this lifestyle, this attitude, this great example of gentleness to this woman and, and the way Jesus responds. Remember the crowd was ready. The Bible says the crowd had the rocks. They were ready to kill her. And, uh, Jesus says his, his famous statement, you know, whoever is without sin throw the first stone bam i mean it's like it's amazing right it's just amazing how jesus is just like okay yeah you know it is true it's written in the law you know it's something that we need to follow but you know if you are someone who doesn't have sin kill her then and of course no one was able to do that because everyone is 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 in sin right um so obviously the story goes you know the, the, the crowd left because they couldn't believe what jesus said and they couldn't you know, they couldn't kill her because they were with sin. So um, in that great example, Jesus was the only person that could truly judge her. And see, Jesus did not judge her according to the law. And that's something that we need to be well aware of, that we are in grace. And if you feel like, you know, Jesus does not accept you, Jesus does not love you. You know, he does not love, you know, you know who you are as a person. That is not true. Jesus wants to save us. Jesus wants to rescue us. Jesus wants to transform the way we think, the way we act, um, because it is a death. It's a death lifestyle. If we are not living a Jesus lifestyle, then we are living in death, and that is just what it is. And 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 in trying to live this Jesus mindset, you know, trying. Remember, we are. We need to be like Jesus. We need to allow his representation, who he is to become who we are. So again, we're in this process. And one of the greatest processes that we're going through is having this gentleness um, attitude. And he knew how to show a holy greatness to this woman. Um, this word describes the heart of a person who will let the Lord fight his or her battles okay again gentleness is not a sign of weakness you know we misconstrue the word gentleness with being someone who is a softy someone who's a pushover someone who allows things to go over their heads you know they don't want to be confrontational you know they 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 don't want you know um to make a big scene about things that's not what gentleness is gentleness is what it's what i just said the word describes the heart Okay, so it's in the heart of a person who will let the Lord fight his or her battles. He or she knows that the vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Romans 12, 19 says that. It describes a person who is really free to let go of his or hers anxieties and all the things that cause him or her stress because he or she knows that the Lord will take up his cause. That's what gentleness is. And that's what this verse is talking about. Let your gentleness be known. Again, the verse four starts off about rejoicing. And again, rejoicing is not a sense of weakness. It is not a sense of, oh, I given up, you know, the battle lost. That is not what that means. So, you know, the verse four to verse five is just building you up and, and, and trying to acknowledge the fact that the Lord is on your side. The Lord is fighting your battles right now. We are in the ultimate battle. We are in, you know, this war zone of this disease. And we need to really allow gentleness and joy kind of just take control over our minds and our hearts. We really need to allow ourselves to say, God, you are in control and you're going to win, fight my battles and you're going to win. Okay. And then that's when the verse five goes into by saying, again, the Lord is at hand. We live with the awareness of Jesus' soon return. And that's something that's powerful. Again, we've always talked about Jesus coming, Jesus coming, Jesus coming. 
It's something that, you know, as believers, people who've grown up in church, we've heard it all our lives. But man, it is now more than ever so much real. If we really, you know, get into word and scripture and really start to understand prophecies and how things are adding up, you know, when we live with the awareness of Jesus' soon return, it makes it all the more easy to rejoice in the Lord and to show this gentleness to all uh, you know to everyone we encounter um because when we are living in this with this anticipation remember when we're talking about jesus return we're not talking about just sitting around waiting for him to come no god wants us to be working god wants us to be serving god wants us to go out there and teach and preach god's word we need to be the representation representation of christ right now but as believers when we start to get worried we're we're worry sorry couldn't say that when we start to be overwhelmed when we start to allow the life circumstances situations problems trials storms whatever it is that we're going through when they start to bottle up and they start to be overwhelming and they start to dictate your faith we are in the red danger zone because that's when the rejoicing and this gentleness needs to come in full gear and in order for that to happen we need to be reading his word that's why I believe the Spirit led me to, to speak on this these verses because it's so real to our to our lives. Um, again, it makes it more easy to rejoice in the Lord and to show this gentleness to our world, to ourselves. We know that Jesus will settle every wrong um, when he comes back. And we can trust that Jesus is going to make things right in our falling apart world. And that's something that we need to scream from the mountaintops. Right now, we are declaring from our government, from our nation, you know, from people right now, there's this anti-movement that's going on and, and people are declaring change within other people. It's no longer a government political situation. It is now being taken to the streets. People are telling people, you know, you need to change your ways. You need to stop thinking like this. You need to stop hating people. So it's, it's, you know, this world that we're living in, it's constantly changing and, and everyone's constantly being challenged. And, and, it, and it's just, you know, it's, it's biblical when you do not walk with God, when you do not not allow the holy spirit to be in control and you don't walk that righteous life you skeletons are going to come out and that's why you know god wants to rescue everyone not just christians god wants to rescue everyone he wants everyone to know that he is good that his word is life-changing his word is life um you know and everything out of it it's death it's it's nothing and and that's why the verse six verses first verse six sorry cannot talk today Verse six is the famous verse, but be anxious for nothing, but in everything, pray with supplication, thanksgiving. That is, and let your request be known to God. That is a famous verse that we constantly see. It means we kind of, we kind of, you know, it's, it's referenced a lot and I just want to break it down. So again, being anxious for nothing. This is a command guys. This is not an option. Um, we need to, you know, allow this arena. Okay. Again, we are talking about battles. We are talking about a fight and we need to understand that there's some things that we need to kind of bow out and say, okay, I don't think I can do this. And right now we are in an arena where we really need to bow down and be like, God, you've got to fight because this is, this is something that I can't do. So again, this is, you know, being anxious for nothing is literally allowing God to be in 100% control and saying everything belongs to God alone. It makes us, you know, it makes us the father of the household instead of being a child. When we allow God to take control, we're not seeing it. You know, we're not saying that it is, um, like a, a again a weak 
you know, a weak thing. It's not us, you know, saying we're not capable. It's literally saying, you know what, God, I know you know more. I know you can do more. You're way more powerful. You're all knowing. It's acknowledging, again, the sovereignty of God. Okay. And when we allow God to take care of the, the you know, these battles that are, that are just overwhelming, um, you know, we start to see change. And that's why the verse continues saying, but everything prayer and supplication. Paul wrote that everything is the proper subject of prayer. So there are not some areas of our lives that, that are of no concern to God. God wants everything, every inch of ourselves. He wants to um, change, transform. He wants to deliver bless favor i mean he wants everything and that's why paul says everything um in prayer supplication these two axes of of prayer are similar but not distinct so let's talk about prayer and let's talk about supplication prayer is a broader word that mean that means of a communication that we have with god that's what prayer is prayer is communicating with god period um if we don't if we didn't know that that's what prayer is prayer is literally picking up the phone and talking to god that's what prayer is and supplication it means directly asking God to do something. So that's very interesting um, um, that Paul makes those two distinctions. Prayer is literally the communicating with God. You know, like um, you're driving or you're, you know, you, you have some downtime at, at your office or wherever you work at. Um, prayer, you know, when you're cooking, um, when you're, you know, washing your car, when you're washing and cleaning your house. I mean, you can pray right there in the moment. There's not a, 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 a stance that you need to take. There's not a position that you need to be at. Um, you don't need to be in a specific room. Prayer can happen anywhere. You're waiting in line at the DMV. You're in the drive-thru at Chick-fil-A. I mean, prayer can happen anywhere. So again, prayer is just communicating with God. But supplication is directly asking God, you need this. This is something you need. So that's very different. That's something that we need to understand. Uh, many of our prayers go unanswered because we do not ask God for anything. And that really hit me when I was, set when I was setting this. I was like, wow, God, that is so true. You know, we kind of just let it go over our heads because we're thinking oh well god you know no he wants us to ask even though he does know because he does you know he wants us to ask him god invites us simply to let our requests be made known because he wants to know even though he already knows that's beside the point that's not for us to kind of argue or kind of dissect god just wants us to say it god wants us to open our hearts he's teaching us something Remember, there's purpose in everything. That's why he wants us to do this, okay? Um, be made known is how the verse continues to say. God already knows our requests before we pray them, yet he will often wait for our participation through prayer before granting that request. So that's something that we need to understand about God, okay? Um, you don't argue it. You don't try to reason it. That is God. God wants that relationship with us. God wants desires oh so badly for us to have that close relationship with him. And that's why he allows, you know, these moments to happen because he's waiting. He wants he wants that participation. Um, and then this powerful word, the verse six ends with Thanksgiving. So this guards against a whining, complaining spirit before God when we let our requests be made known. So that's interesting that while we're praying and we're asking in supplication the things that we need, we need to have a Thanksgiving heart. And that's in that we I feel like we we missed the mark. Um, a lot of times when we pray, we're demanding. 
a lot of times when we pray, we already, we're probably feeling in our hearts already that it's not going to be answered. And that's not what God wants. Um, you know, we, he wants us to be grateful already. Um, we really can be anxious, um, you know, for nothing, pray about everything and be thankful for, you know, you know, for nothing. And, and God wants us to be, be thankful for anything. And then the last verse, the last verse starts off with this peace. Um, the Bible talks about three great aspects of peace that relates to God. Um, peace from God. Paul continually used this as an introduction to his letters. It reminds us that our peace comes to us as a gift from God. So when we're going through problems, you know, these verses are, are encouraging us. We're being encouraged to understand that when we're going through trials, when we're going through things that are anxious, things that are, you know, you're waiting, you're anticipating for a change. We need to have peace. We need to allow God's gift to just overwhelm our hearts and minds. Peace with God describes a relationship that we entered with God through the finishing work of Jesus Christ. So we also have peace because of salvation in Jesus Christ. And that's something that we need to understand. We are able to be granted this peace because of the salvation of Jesus. Jesus dying on that cross, resurrecting on the third day, allows us to have this peace with God. So when we allow the peace of God to just reign in our hearts, we are going through trials. We don't feel it. We are allowing the peace to literally sail us through the storms and the trials and the anxiousness and the being overwhelmed when we invoke again this is something that we're praying for this is something we're asking of every day 24 7 because it surpasses all understanding and that's what the verse continues to say it isn't that it you know that it's senseless and therefore impossible to understand but that it is beyond our ability to understand and to explain it so therefore it must be experienced so when we you know continue to devour god's word when we're allowing god's word to be applied to our lives like what we're doing right now what we're doing right now with this podcast we're allowing the study of the word of god to be applied to our lives so we are setting free any lies any false emotions any false hopes that we've been creating in our minds and hearts we are we are literally destroying them by the truth and so when we allow this you know this 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 understanding sometimes that maybe can go above our heads you know it doesn't mean it doesn't work it doesn't mean that it's impossible it needs to be experienced and that's why we go through some trials and we go through some moments in our lives where when we invoke god's word and when we stand by it and we stick by it man we do see you know the impossible be made possible and that's why the verse then ends by saying for it will guard your hearts and minds in jesus christ so the word guard speaks of a military action okay guarding is a powerful word we see it constantly throughout scripture um this is something that the peace of god does for us it is a peace that is on guard over our hearts and minds so that's something awesome you know we need to be reminded that the peace of god again is not a sign of weakness it's not a sign of of, of complacency it's not a sign of of <clears throat> of you know again no battles being won no the battle is being won because the peace of the lord is guarding again it's a military action um when people seem to lose their heart or mind it often is connected to an absence of the peace of god in their life that is i mean when we understand that when we're losing my because sometimes we do we lose our minds when certain things are happening we don't feel in control or nothing's in control or you know things are going just haywire it's just it's chaos and 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 there's that's that's a huge warning sign that's a red flags meaning you know maybe we're not we're not allowing the word of god to transform you know the way we think the way we do things we're not allowing the peace of the lord be our guard 
can the peace of god um you know you know will i mean when we are often disconnecting ourselves when there when the absence of the peace of god is is gone it's not there yeah the guard that god wants to do it can't it can't do its work because we're not allowing it to and we need to allow that peace of the lord to just take over especially right now in our day in this time that we're living in we really need the peace of the lord guarding our hearts and minds because we can't allow the circumstance we can't allow our season of this pandemic over overrun the the promises and the and the plans that god has for us so you know again philippians chapter 4 verses 4 through 7 powerful stuff um and it's and again paul is encouraging us to find joy peace um, and, and gentleness in, in what we do and, 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 and everything. We are always praying. We are in supplication. We are asking the Lord for specific, you know, details of what we want him to do. And we're waiting. We're anticipating, um, you know, the ultimate goal, which is Jesus coming back. He wants to set us free from Satan himself and the dominion of the evilness that he wants to control. And we are just, you know, continue to trust that no matter what happens, God is in control and his ways and his will will always be fulfilled so i just want to lead you in a powerful prayer to encourage and uplift you and just kind of you know allow the word again to just soak in your heart and, and transform your mind lord i thank you because you are who you are and you will never go back on your word and i thank you god for this peace that you are allowing to be our guard and this gentleness that we need to have Jesus the way you had it and the way you have it with our lives. And I pray, Lord, that we always find joy and we always rejoice knowing that you are our Lord and our salvation, our faith is going to carry us through. I pray, Lord, that whatever it is that we're going through, that we continue to surrender to you, that we continue to cry out to you, that we continue to trust in you, that you, Lord, are fighting our battles, that we do not need, Lord, to be overwhelmed or anxious about anything, but that we continue to have a relationship with you and allow that relationship to transform our realities i pray god for every heart every ear that is listening to this podcast that they are deeply encouraged and uplifted and if they if this is the first time they are knowing about you if this is the first time they are hearing of your word i pray god that salvation comes in their, into their hearts right now that they ask for forgiveness and declare you jesus as their lord and savior all this i pray more in your mighty name jesus amen amen god is good you guys and i pray that this this lesson this study uplifts you at where you're you're at again we are doing this podcast every tuesday in the hopes and purpose of the word of god transforming your hearts and your minds and tell people allow again the word to um encourage you to spread you know we need to spread the gospel we need to tell people about jesus and what can and what jesus can do in our lives. I pray and hope that you have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing morning, and hope to see you again next Tuesday. God bless you.